Welcome to another episode of the Car Doctor Podcast. Well, as uh, more and more cars are going electric and more and more people are going electric, General Motors is certainly leading some of the charge with that. And joining us is Shad Balchi, is the manager of Chevrolet EV Communications. Uh, last time we talked, I believe you were doing Corvette work. From one extreme to the other. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will say that, but on the other hand, some electric cars are certainly as fast as uh, Corvettes, so um, uh, are almost there, I'll say. But um, as more and more people are looking at electric and we're kind of in um, what used to be Earth Day is turned into Earth Month, but uh, why should people consider electric cars? What's, what's, the, what's the real purpose, you know, and why would people really think oh, an electric car is for them? Yeah. Well, broadly speaking, electric cars are better than gas powered cars in just about every way. And I say that knowing that there are a lot of, you know, enthusiasts out there who appreciate an internal combustion engine, as do I. But when you look at the, the true performance metrics of an EV, they just beat a gas powered car. And I'm talking about things like power and performance. In an EV, you get instant torque and horsepower right at zero RPM compared to in a gas-powered car where you have to rev, rev up the engine to hit the peak performance. You get massive reductions in noise, vibration, and handling, obviously, because you have no noise. There's no engine running. There's no transmission. There's much less running gear, which also eliminates the vibration. And then when you work with a big battery, it is configurable meaning that you can place it in a vehicle in a location that is ideal for, for uh, riding and handling and for suspension tuning. So for example, in the Bolt EV and the new Bolt EUV, the big battery is, serves as the floorboard and part of the structure. And it's also the heaviest part of the vehicle, which means the center of gravity is very low. So you get these cars that are just, they're optimized for handling because of the way that you situate the battery. And that's just a few of the reasons. I mean, we could also talk about charging and the ability to never have to go to a, a gas station again if you just plug in at home every night. Right. And, and that I've driven the uh, Bolt and I was so impressed with the just functionality of the car. It Besides the fact that it was a good performing car, comfortable inside. I mean, I'm six feet tall and I'm not a small person and certainly comfortable inside. And easily a car that I think for 90% of the people out there could replace everything that they need to do. Yeah. And that's the idea. And also one of the biggest challenges that we're facing still, I think, is that consumers still don't quite understand that there is no compromise in getting into an electric car. And so that's why we added to the Chevrolet lineup, the Bolt EUV, which is a little bit bigger than the EV that's been around since 2017. And we did this just to show that, there's, that there are going to be options and that these options are, they're looking more mainstream. They, they appear to have much more utility than what you would typically think of an EV where it's got to be this, you know, jelly bean shaped odd looking car that slips through the air, but rather it looks like something that is more normal or something that they can see themselves in. But getting people to understand that and realize that, oh, it's, it's, this isn't a, like a social responsibility play. I don't have to try to save the planet, but actually driving an EV is better in all the other ways too. Yeah, it, I mean, compared to say GM's first EV, 
uh, or the first one in recent history, I suppose. You know, it looked a little Jetson-like. It was a little. It was kind of a sports car. It was a great performer. Uh, but now, like you pointed out, the Bolt and its new counterpart are are really sort of mainstream looking. They don't look like they came out of a cartoon planner. Uh, they they really look like cars that you want to you want to be in and you want to drive every day. Now, like I said, the Bolt was a, a vehicle that I drove, and I was like, you know, this is a vehicle I could drive certainly every day. And the range, um, you know, my typical commute is about a hundred miles round trip back and forth to work, and I could easily do that in a Bolt. Now that was pre-COVID, where now my commute is about twenty-four steps. But uh, so I don't I don't drive quite as much, but still I I could understand how that could replace it. And tell us a little bit about this new, not quite an SUV, but uh, what are what are the initials stand for? I suppose. Yeah. So the Bolt EUV stands for Electric Utility Vehicle, and it shares the same platform and the same battery technology as the Bolt EV, but the EUV is larger. It has a completely different design. It doesn't share any sheet metal with the Bolt EV, and it just has a little bit more aggressive stance. It's a little taller, it's a little wider, it's a little longer. There's much more leg room in the rear. There's a whole three inches of additional rear seat leg room, and there's more technology. So it is, it's basically, it's just another option for people who want a little bit larger EV. This is for them. If they're gonna, you know, constantly have people in the back seat, they want to haul stuff. You know, it comes with roof rails and mm-hmm. things like that. There's just more utility for them. And I just recently road tested um, the Cadillac Escalade, and it had Super Cruise. And I understand Super Cruise is in this now. Yeah, that's exactly right. So this actually, the Bolt EUV is the first uh, electric vehicle and the first non-Cadillac to feature Super Cruise and. For your listeners, Super Cruise is our driver assistance technology that lets you take your hands off the wheel and your your feet off the pedals and let the car do most of the work. And it's the first application in an EV, and it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's quiet. It's you know very intuitive. It's very uh, you end up at your destination just feeling refreshed and no driver anxiety, stuff like that. So it's it's really cool and. This is part of what Chevy's trying to do is make these technologies attainable for everybody, which is why we're putting them in the new EVs. Yeah. And what I recently read about Super Cruise is it also keeps an eye on the driver, so to speak. So if you really are starting to not pay attention, it it comes, it sort of tells you, hey, look, you know, we're we're doing a good job. We have to be a team, though. We have to work together. So um Cadillac Super Cruise, I think, uh, did really well in Consumer Reports testing as far as uh, um, kind of level two driving. So uh, great technology. Yeah, you're right. And this is what sets the our Super Cruise technology apart from some of our competitors, whereby in their systems, you, you're required to sort of grab the wheel every now and then just so that the car knows that you're still there paying attention. In Super Cruise, there's an infrared camera that looks at your eyes nonstop. And it gives you maybe a few seconds to glance away, but if you don't quickly return back, it'll, you know, all sorts of things will happen to get your attention to come back. But it, it really is the only one that is a hands-free driver assistance technology because we don't require you to, to grab the wheel if you're paying attention. 
Yeah, no, it, it, the technology is, technology is pretty amazing. And, and I think, you know, as things change, we're sort of in the, I want to say we're in the new golden era of, you know, the automotive industry uh, where, you know, some people think, oh, that was back in the twenties and thirties, but today with so much technology in cars today, uh, it, it is, it's pretty amazing with the amount of choice that consumers have. Can you give us a little bit of some of the specifications of the new EUV as far as um, battery, you know, how far can I drive before I need to charge it? How often do I need to recharge it? Those types of things. Certainly. So the, the new Bolt EUV has an estimated range of 250 miles, which, uh, as you know, is very close to what the EV has, which is 259 miles. The EUV is just slightly larger, a little bit heavier, which is why mm -hmm. there's a little bit of a difference. It is a 65 kilowatt hour battery. So it uses the same battery technology that the EV has used for, for quite a while. Uh, the onboard charger is, has been up, upgraded to an 11 kilowatt hour. So if you plug into a 240 volt outlet, you are now charging a little bit faster. So it takes about seven hours to fully recharge at home using a 240 volt outlet. The, they come with the DC fast charging capability standard. So that used to be an option and now it's standard. And that allows you to access some of these public charging stations that will fill you up quickly. So you can get about 80% full charge in, in around a half hour or so. And that is sort of what, what uh, the next step is in terms of making these vehicles are more, I think, desirable by consumers is when they start seeing public fast charging out and about, it'll just sort of help raise awareness that, okay, this is happening. And eventually there'll be as many public charging stations as there is gas stations. Yeah. And right now it looks like in a couple of things, you know, after 200 or so miles for me, it's time to take a break anyway. So I would plan that, you know, I would plan that fast charging station around my break. And also the idea that for the average person, I think, um, most people are going to charge at home. I mean, that's what we're finding now that people either uh, convenience charge off of just level 110 volt charging, or they'll go and step up to the, to the uh, quicker charging. And I know previously in the Bolt, you didn't necessarily have to put a whole charging station in because you there was a sort of adapter kit, I think, that you could plug into something that looked like an electric dryer outlet and charge and eliminate a lot of that cost of, of um, EV charging at home, right? No, I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because there is, there's a new offer on the 22 Bolt EUV and Bolt EV that we're including. And that is when you buy or lease one of those vehicles, we will install level two charging for you at home. And the idea is that we just wanna take away any concern any perceived barrier that a customer might have about just how easy it is to live with an electric car. So there's a new dual level charge cord that comes with the Bolt EUV and it's available for the EV that will plug into either a 120 volt outlet or a 240 volt outlet. It just has a, a changeable adapter at the end. And this really is, I mean, this is something that we think is going to really help get people's attention. When they go into the dealer and the dealer says, we've got it taken care of, we're going to install charging for you at home. I think that's going to really finally push people over to the other side. And it's, it's not going to be just EV customers looking for this, but rather traditional gas powered customers switching. Right. And that's what we're hoping for. We were trying to get more people to make the switch. Yeah. And what's really sort of interesting, and some people will say things like, 
oh, you know, I have to charge up my car every night. But I, you know, you think about what most people do. I'm plugging in my phone. I'm plugging in my laptop. I'm plugging in my tablet. I guess I'm plugging in my toothbrush. Um, but, you know, I'm plugging in things and I'm charging them up pretty routinely. And I don't even think about it. And I think that's what, when people start to get into the EV lifestyle, it's just one more thing to plug in. And it's not any big deal. Yeah, you're exactly right. And if you talk to customers of who've been driving EVs for a while, you don't realize how disgusting and gross it is to go to a gas station until you don't have to do it for a while. And you just get to plug in using your receptacle at home over and over. That really is a luxury feature that, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's hard to explain. I can explain it to you that this is a great thing, but until you actually get to do it, it's pretty, you know, they, they have this term called the EV grin. And it's, it's the, the first people's first reaction to driving a, uh, an EV. And it usually happens a few days after they've lived it for a while, but it's, it's the whole ecosystem. The car runs better, performs better, and you just get to refuel it at home. Yeah, no, the, the idea of an EV being able to sort of, again, take that place of, of the vehicle you drive every single day, you know, take it to the supermarket, take it to do errands, and especially with the electric utility vehicles. So, you know, you're not going to carry, you know, giant masses of lumber from the local home center. But on the other hand, if you're going somewhere and you had to buy something that's kind of big and bulky, it'll fit in the back of this vehicle. And, and you've added a little bit more room to make it that much more useful. And I can see how it could, would be useful from, you know, anybody who, you know, from carrying kids to, you know, carrying stuff to the boat on the weekend sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've seen our customers basically do everything that they would normally do with their EV, whether it be hauling bicycles around, surfboards, you name it. I mean, you, you don't have to compromise anything. You can still enjoy whatever outdoor adventure you want to do, but why not do it in an EV? It's just, yeah. it's, it's better. Yeah, it, just, it, it, it makes EVs in a lot of cases just make a lot of sense. The lack of, lack of maintenance is necessary, um, lack of going into the repair shop for other repairs that are needed. EVs don't seem to break down as often. Um, people, people are not running out of electricity. People thought that was going to be a big deal. I think EV owners are, are, are much more thoughtful about making sure their vehicle stays charged up. And like you pointed out, you come home at night, you plug it in. You never have to worry about being, you know, not wanting to go to the gas station because you put your best clothes on that day and hoping that you make it back home afterwards because your car is already charged up when you go to take it in the morning. So it does make life that much simpler, like you said. Maybe that's the EV grin that I haven't seen yet. So, yeah, exactly. And it's interesting too. I mean, when you talk about like the fuel, what where the fuel comes from to either power a gas car or electric car. The benefit of EVs is those cars will always become cleaner because the electricity grid and the way that we generate electricity is only going to become cleaner. There'll never be a, another coal-fired electricity plant built in this country. They're all going to be some level of cleaner than what they're replacing, which means that the vehicles that are on the road that consume this energy, therefore also have less of a footprint as well. That's a really, that's a really good point uh, that, you know, how the electricity is made and that electricity is just going to get cleaner and cleaner and just makes the whole process make sense. And, and, uh, you know, and I think people who haven't tried 
an EV yet. They just really need to go take one, take one out and see what it looks like. When is the EUV available or is it available already? It, they will hit Chevy showrooms this summer, okay. both the, the redesigned Bolt EV and the all new Bolt EUV. So the dealers are anxious to get them. Yeah. And for people who are kind of listening in the Massachusetts area, um, I was just on a webinar this week with the uh, green energy people. And when you put the Massachusetts incentives together uh, with everything that's available, I think this month, there was about a $17,000 savings off a of Bolt EV. So you could, you could buy a Bolt EV for about $23,000. And that's, and that's you know, not counting you know, what used to be the federal tax credit. So this is a fantastic deal for people who want to get into an electric vehicle. And you know, living, living in Massachusetts, there's one of the benefits right now. You're exactly right. Yeah, the, there are incentives, local incentives all across the country. And so that's one thing that we, we, we try to educate our customers about is be sure to just spend some time online hunting down all the incentives that you're, you might qualify for based on where you live, whether it be from your state or even your city or your utility. All of them offer, most of them offer some, some local incentives. And then you, but you bring up another good point too that I want to make sure that we uh, cover here. And that is that the, e, the new Bolt EV, the 22 model year and the, the Bolt EUV, the MSRP for both is less than the outgoing EV. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And so this is just part of our entire goal to make these electric vehicles attainable for everybody. No, that's, that's a really good point. And if people want to get more information about General Motors EV program, specifically Chevrolet, um, is it just as simple as uh, GM.com or where do they go? Yeah, I would suggest Chevrolet.com backslash EV. Perfect. I want to thank you for taking a little time out and giving us a little EV education. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Remember, you can tune in to the Car Doctor radio broadcast live every Saturday morning on North Shore 104.9 or 104.9 FM. And of course, you can find past podcasts on your favorite podcast channel. Until next time, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, wash your hands, and wear a mask.